You're listening to Intrepid Healthcare's exclusive coverage of the HIMSS Annual Conference and Exhibition. Welcome to HIMSS 15, direct from Chicago. Our coverage is brought to you by CTG Health Solutions, your trusted advisor for healthcare IT advisory and consulting services. And now, here are your hosts, Joe Lavelle and Ann Thorne. Welcome to a special episode of Intrepid Healthcare, live from HIMSS 15 Exhibition Booth in Chicago. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm excited to be bringing you Talk HIT with CTG with my friend and co-host, Rayanne Thorne, from our remote studio right here in the CTG Health Solutions Booth. Rayanne, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor, CTG. Absolutely. Why CTG? Because experience matters. They've been around for 25 plus years providing HIT consulting services and solutions, as well as improving healthcare outcomes. That's what we're talking about while we're here at HEMS 15. And we're interviewing some very interesting companies. This next one is really good, Rayanne. So we're going to get right to it. We're joined by Tony Paparella, president of MediQuant. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joe. Rayanne. Before we get very far in our discussion, let's take a few seconds and inform the audience about your background, Tony. Sure. I'm a former Wayward Peace Corps volunteer that found his way into... uh, (laughs) into healthcare about 20 years ago. Cut my teeth on a couple uh, service firms in, in healthcare IT and then uh, started my company in uh, December of 1999 and uh, somehow wow. I made it here and still alive. Been around for the information highway explosion. That's right. Right right in the middle of it. Wow. So give us a background on MediQuant. Tell us a little bit about MediQuant. MediQuant was formed with uh, a couple products in mind. One had to do with medical necessity uh, content and software and the other one is uh, Data Arc with a K like Noah's Arc. A place for orphaned legacy data so that our clients can retire their old applications. And we've seen a lot of growth in that, as you can imagine. A lot of organizations going to new systems with data left behind, and that data needs a home. Orphaned medical data. So in order for digital content to be good today, there's usually a story attached to that content. So I would love if you could tell us a story of a client that needed a home for their orphaned medical data where they could no longer fear uh, losing it, being incompliant, right? Right. And or um, worrying about blending it with current content, current data. So give us a story. Right. I'm thinking of one particular client, a university-based organization that needed an enterprise solution to retire the data. And that data was sitting in a, an old mainframe that had been there for a very long time. So as you can understand, people were very nervous about that data leaving it, about touching it, poking it, moving it. it right. They wanted to just keep it safe. Well, that's what we did. And we were able to move them out of that in 120 days off that mainframe for a patient accounting system, a large patient accounting system. The data got plucked out of the mainframe, got migrated, not converted, into data arc. And 120 days later, they were able to use that. And they were actually able to bill out of it and retire the old mainframe, saving themselves approximately a million dollars a year. And start a partnership with a new company. That's right. And that's what we like to do. Because it's not just one project. As you can imagine, a healthcare system or an individual hospital, for that matter, has dozens to hundreds of different applications that are being retired, being sunsetted either by them or by the company that they own or because of a merger or because they're just going to a new system. And you're left with something we call legacy system junkyard. Right. And it's uh, littered with the carcasses of old systems. 
before we leave this, I want to tap into your expertise. Why do you think legacy systems, we talk about the dinosaurs that have been around forever, why can't they just update? Why don't they just keep up with the times? Why don't they just modernize? Well, I mean, they could. They could. But the, the thing is, they've gone to something new. They wanted efficiencies that you get out of the new uh, EHRs and the new systems. They wanted to consolidate data across the enterprise. They wanted a system that met their needs more than the old legacy systems could do. So those are the reasons for moving forward right to the, right. To the big right. new systems. But then once you do that, the, the data is there, and you could still use them. The problem is it's very expensive. Those old systems were designed for a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of production work, a lot of productivity, a lot of interfaces out there, a lot of workflow. Well, that need has gone away. And now you're left with using the systems to do some billing or for the clinicals to look at some data and to retrieve it. And it's just overkill. So what we do is we give them a system that meets the need of those last several stages of the data life cycle. Right. Tony, I want to make sure I understand your example. So in that 120 days that you moved that data, were they still accessing the data via their old application? You just pretended you were a mainframe behind that? Yeah, that's a good question. So the way it works is when we start the project, we're working to extract the data, migrate it, get it in the right spot, validate it, test it, during that 120 days. And this, you know, there's ones that'll take longer, but this, for, for this one, 120 days. We're working that project, and they're still using the old system, and they're still using the new system that they've gone to. They're running those two applications in parallel. Then at the end of the project, when all the data is migrated, validated, tested in the right spot, now you're using DataArc for all the legacy data, and you're using the new application, whatever it is, for all the new data coming in. And guess what? that old mainframe or whatever the system is, there's no need for it. So they retire their mainframe and the application. That's correct. That's a very good point. So it's a double whammy. The mainframes are expensive. And it's not just mainframe. It could be anything. It just could be sitting on a server for that matter. So when you look at the value proposition, it's the cost of the application and the support. It's the cost of supporting the old hardware. It's your internal cost for supporting, right? You have people on support desk for this sort of thing. You've got people who are running reports on it. You've got the real estate at your data center. You've got electricity for these behemoths that really suck up the power. It just adds up. So it's, the easy one is just look at what you're paying out of pocket for application support and mainframe support. But there's a lot more behind that as well, and it just all adds up. So is your value proposition or your target market only sunsetted applications, or will you do applications that people are trying to get off that may or may not be sunsetted? The application may still be supported. That doesn't matter. All we know is that our client wants to get off that old application. That's where we come in. So it could be a merger and acquisition, for example, or they just went to a new system. When I say retire, that client wants to retire it. They want to get out of the business of supporting it. A great customer for you would be a hospital that's acquisitive, that's buying new hospitals, that it would make it much easier to integrate and get rid of of old systems faster. That's right. You know, and it's what I call a technological hangover, technology hangover. You go to the brand new shiny EHR or you've signed on the new acquisition, new hospital or physician group, and somebody turns around and says, Oh, yeah, we got to do something with those systems. Oops, Oops. forgot to think about that. Forgot about that one. 
and that's where we come in, and we're kind of the aspirin for that hangover. That's you know? I'm going to call it in the morning, is a technology hangover. <laughs> that's okay. right. Is that all right? I'm at Hims, so I know there's going to be a technology yeah. hangover in the morning. <laughs> Do you have any new offerings that you're announcing here at Hims or that you're working on for 2015? The product is constantly evolving by the needs that we find in the marketplace. Every year we're adding more modules, more places for data to go. I would say nothing in particular, but our big thing out here is evangelizing. Because the thing is, a lot of people don't know that... They can it, do this. Yeah, I mean, the, we, we hadn't heard of it. I think yeah. it's fantastic. I mean, think about it. If you think of a billing system or a lab system, you know what that is. You know where to go for it. But something like this, it's like, yeah, okay, now where, what do I do? How do I find something like that? How do I, when, when you talk to potential clients, potential new customers, what seems to be their greatest fear in actually doing something like this? It depends what department you're talking to. If you're talking to the business unit, they're very used to the old system. They like it. They're used to it. And it's the what f- they know. It's what they know. And it's, it's something new. That, which is why we designed the applications to the point where it's so easy to use. It's point and click. takes 30 minutes to train somebody. They're off to the races. So that's, that's one concern. The other concern is, am I getting all the data? And is it going to retain its original integrity? And that's a big part of the process. It's a huge deal for us. So we have a lot of processes around that. So to make sure that, and you got to, I mean, that, that's our job. That's what we do. You've got to make sure that when you had a code one, two, three, four, five in the old system for Medicare write-off or the blood pressure flag or whatever it is, that that data is going to stay the same when it comes into, into data arc. Wonderful. It is wonderful. A whole new class of system. Um, I know. I, I'm so excited to hear about this. You know, so every time we come to a conference, it feels like we're hearing a lot of the same thing over and over again. And I love hearing about a product that actually solves a problem, right? This is, and it's hard to name the category on this. Right. We, we, we call it an active archive, but we don't like using the word archive because it conjures up a system, like I say, a tape on a shelf. Uh, and I've seen Indiana Jones, that last right. scene, <laughs> right? I don't want to think about archive. That's no. not a good image. In that case, it's not good to be in a class category or a gardener category because you're really not, you know, they that's can't, not your value You're in your own place. You're, you're doing a great thing. We're validated on this every time we talk to somebody, every time we complete a project. We've done hundreds of projects for hundreds of different types of systems. Small, are, are there large. case studies available on your website? Yes, there are. We, okay. have, we have specific case studies, some written by doctors, some by people in HIM, some by... Perfect. It, the use cases are varied. Right. And, Which makes sense because right. your offering is varied. It, it depends on what is needed. Right. You're actually providing a use that fits a need and not everybody needs are, everybody's needs are the same. Right. So, look, HIM wants release of information. So that needs to happen a certain way. Right. Billing people, they need to bill and respond to patients for billing and accounts. That has a use case. The doctors want continuum of care. So we actually will invoke in the new EHR, so it's all in one place. But the big thing is not only the first two value propositions, there's a third very important one, is that we'll bring out one patient, one record. You're going to that now, right? Right. And if you're keeping your data in the old systems or finding single archive solutions for each of those, you're you're repeating the old mistake, which is keeping that data in silos. So what we do is we consolidate it in one common data structure and allow a user to look up Jane Doe's records in one place rather than having to go to several different places to find it. So we're actually able to give our clients, even if they wanted to keep all those legacy applications running, we're giving them something that they didn't have before. And that's the data consolidated in one place rather than having to go into each one of those separate applications to find data for that patient. 
In your example, the 120 days was exceptional, maybe. Um, What's a standard life cycle of a project? I would tell people, use the rule of thumb of six months. That gives you a good idea. There can be some very large, very complex systems that can go longer. And there's other ones that can go a little bit shorter, too. Outstanding. How many customers are you actively working on at a time? Is it hundreds, I imagine? Or Yeah, I would, I would say that. We, uh, what do we have in the pipeline right now? We have 100, I know this, we have 100 plus projects in queue right wow. now. And we, wow. we're staffed up for that. We've been doing that for a while and we continue to staff. And, and this is all various legacy systems that you're moving off of. So you got tons of expertise and all these things that are going away. And That's right. So it's, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of applications out there. I can't tell you that we've seen every one of them, but we've seen a lot and we've seen the big ones. And it sounds like you are customizable, configurable to whatever your client needs. If you, if you don't know it, you'll figure it out. Everyone we started, we, we started at, right. from scratch. Right, right. right. So yeah, it's a highly configurable system with all the things you would expect the system to do. We're really big on process because here's one of the questions we get is, well, where do I start? If you think about this, this is this type of thing. Yeah, where do you start? Yeah, and that's where, where Mike and CTG come in. They can help with that. We, you know, we can give some ideas on it, but, but Mike's got some, an in-depth program for that. But it's, it, it really is. It's where do we start? You know, we have something we call the data retention roadmap. We help them catalog, prioritize. But if you want to do it right, you need somebody who owns that in your organization who's going to ride herd on it and get some sage advice from outside. Because think about Care it. about it. Yeah, you know, you care just about care, it. Caring about it isn't the number one thing you have to do before you get people that will hang on to it. You've got to care that you need to hang on to it. So. It's a good if point. We, it's a great point. If we were to bump into somebody and say, hey, I learned about this great new company, how would you want us to describe you? <laughs> I make this joke at the end of every demo we do. And I say, is that the most amazing archive software you've seen in the last 30 minutes? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Right answer. Okay. Yes, it is. What I'd like them to know is that there's a company here who's done this a lot, who's been around the block, who's seen this movie before a lot, and can help them through this and bring a solution to the table that's ridiculously cost-effective. I mean, you're saving 80% over your prior costs. And understands their fears. We understand where they're at. We've been there. We have people who've, who've been on the other side of the desk. People who've worked for large IDNs, hospitals, physicians, etc. Great. Tony, this is the premier event of the year for HIT. What do you hope to accomplish this week while you're here? I think, like I said before, is evangelizing. You know how it is. You, you have a lot of people, a lot of people that you meet and Branding. Talk to. Branding. Get your Branding. name out there. Branding. I, I, I eschew the, uh, the market speak, but... But that's what it is. You're, it you're is. trying to get your name recognized get the and name what re- you do. And the category recognized. Absolutely. And it's growing. It's re- more and more we see people reach out to us uh, who we haven't heard from. You know, they find us on the web. And, the, and I'm sure an there aren't any formidable competitors yet. There are no, not too many people doing this. No, it's a patchwork out there yeah. of different solutions for, you know, you might find somebody who has a particular solution for a particular application. Or, uh, you know, document imaging, you know, that technically that could be a solution for something like this. But really, if you want a scalable, enterprise-wide system that takes discrete data, takes document images, and allows you to bring everything in one place, we're the guys. I'm sorry I brought the dirty marketing speak 
to the table. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony, before we let you go, where can people contact you and learn more about MediQuant? Well, they can go to MediQuant.com, M-E-D-I-Q-U-A-N-T.com. And our booth number is 7823. Yes, it is. I asked that as a question mark because I, <laughs> I had to look book. at it. I closed my Don't. book and I had to look it up. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Well, that wraps our live broadcast from Hims. Again, we want to have a quick shout out to CTG Health Solutions. Oh, because experience matters. And that kind of experience is available from CTG. Over 700 provider and payer clients since 1987. So glad to be here representing CTG right in the middle of the booth. On behalf of our guest, Tony Paparella, my co-host, Rayanne Thorne, I'm Joe Lavelle, and Intrepid Healthcare's live coverage from Chicago. We'll be back tomorrow.